Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why don't we start this chat with that question? I'll pick the brains of a bloke who's played more than 300 games in the NRL. I'm sure he's been to all sorts of sizes of grounds and all that kind of stuff. Andrew McCulloch is on the line. Morning, Macca. You, you didn't see that one coming. Good morning, mate. Good morning, mate. Yeah, thank you very much for having me, mate. And, um, yeah, like you spoke about there, Matty, it's going to be um, yeah, interesting how um, you know, teams deal with it. I know, I know that South is obviously playing a little bit with their field sizing and all that sort of thing at training. So I guess that'll sort of come into it as well. So it's very, very important. And um, yeah, I reckon it'll play a small part in how teams attack and defend. Yeah, so that's the thing. You can you can draw lines on your field and you can you can change the dimensions as you train, can't you? But but then how do you train? How do you change your training? If the NRL, for instance, Macca wants to see more entertainment. And, and most of that, a lot of that entertainment comes from the spectacular, you know, wingers and, and their finishes. Where do you find the points when the, when the field is smaller? Oh, yes. Yeah, I guess, like you spoke about, if the, the width of the field is shortened and the defensive line, are, you know, is going to be tight as well. So clearly going through the middle for a fair set of the game and then, but, and then spread the ball out wide, just try and score in the corner. But... It is such a early part of the year, so being able to, you know, teams are going to be fresh. It's a big occasion, so both teams, I dare say, will be quite um, tight contests from both games. I can't see any blowouts, um, particularly start of the year. Everyone will be focusing on their defence and not so much on the attack. So it is what it is. Um, the game will pan out the way it should, and you know, looking for more tries in particular to get fans on board isn't really going to happen. I don't think it's certainly in the first few rounds. All right, mate, you've got a couple of hats. You wear a couple of hats in rugby league at the moment. One of those, not only here at SEM, but one of those is the Broncos hat. So what have you made? We had a, a full-blown discussion about this yesterday. Um, I didn't see too much wrong with what happened aside from a couple of footballers who'd had too much to drink. They won't be the first and they're, well, they're not the first and they won't be the last. So <laughs> how's that played out in all seriousness here for you at the Brisbane Broncos? Uh, yeah, I think just timing. Um, the, uh, another thing probably Kate plays into it as well as obviously the key figures that were actually involved in the in the little wrestle, um, which wasn't much. No one got hurt. Um, but yeah, like I said, they're just going to try and tidy up the game. So any small indiscretions like that is obviously going to be a bit of a headline. And in particular, um, like I said, two key players. It's nothing major, just obviously poor timing from the boys and... Um, Look, I'm not going to throw any stones or anything. They just, yeah, just got it wrong that in, in, you know, incident. We've all been there before, so 
yeah, let's try and just get on with it, play some footy. It's um, around the corner. It's, we're nearly all over the cricket season, so exciting things about to start. Can I just ask you, when you're heading into a pre-season, you've done so many, and, and you understand the headlines that can be garnered out of any incident, big or small, in rugby league, and you understand what it's like to be a public person in this game. How much chat, for instance, especially at a club like Brisbane, which is completely and utterly under the microscope, how much chat is there in the pre-season about, okay, guys, we've got to look after our culture here. We've got to make sure that we don't trip up here. Is there, you know, is there a specific time put aside to constantly remind adults, essentially, of their responsibilities as players, as ambassadors? Some people call them role models, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I guess it sort of comes with the territory now and you know, it's just amplified at such a big club as well. So, um, yeah, it's, I guess it's spoke about, but in terms of reinforcing it regularly, it's probably not a thing because you do rely on, obviously, your standards and what's expected of players um, regularly. So it's not something that you sort of speak about um, regularly, but it's probably brought up a couple of times where our standards are, what we're doing right, and where we can we improve, all the little things like that. So... Just one of those occasions, obviously, full of grog. Um, those standards probably just go a little bit out the window. Um, we'll be all been there. So, yeah, resetting that. Look, end of the day, no one was hurt. Um, didn't cause any drama. The, the good thing for the boys is there's a couple of trials where they can get that behind them and play some good football and get on with it because <laughs> the big uh, world of rugby league, you only got to get your head down for a couple of days and someone else will do something. So that's all you got to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, look, the Bronx have said, and, and Kevy Walters has said, we've, we we don't need to take it any further, but it's in the hands of the NRL Integrity Unit. Not, I don't want you to speak about what may or may not happen, but um, if if one of or both of these players miss Vegas, for instance, h- how much of a of a bitter blow would that be? And would you, as a club, be prepared to cop that? Because I saw Adam Reynolds said, look, if that's the way it is, that's the way it is. Yeah. No. You look. You know done something wrong or, you know, brought the game into disrepute. So, yeah, you just got to copy medicine from the NRL and move on. And obviously, being the captain and, and vice-captain, you let your teammates down if that is the case. But if not, um, the way you can repay the fans, the uh, the club is, you can't talk about the way it is with the actions, obviously, at training and then your performance on the field. So, um, that's the way to repay people. Um, and look, they'll be looking to do that for whatever reason or outcome the NRL are going to think of is a sensible and reasonable, I guess, consequence for that. Um, and then we can move forward. Um, but in terms of missing that game, I don't don't see it being justice for what actually happened to miss a first grade game over in Vegas where they're trying to obviously get into that type of market over there as well. And, you know, let's get on with it. Hmm. All right. Well, we'll wait and see what happens with that. Now, put your Dragons hat on for me. Um, we got we got Southby we got Southby the Dragons on Saturday at Netstrata Jubilee. You know the importance of this match. Does it get lost a little bit? Do you think in the preseason challenge, or will it always have its place in rugby league? I guess from an outsider, it probably gets lost a little bit. But being in amongst it, you know, they've spoken about a lot of the charity shields that they've had over the years, but. It just gives teams a good chance to sort of set their campaign off in the right track. And obviously, Dragons have um, tried to get a few new players in there as well. So those combinations are going to take some time. And that that trial is a bit probably of a higher quality than some of the other trial games. So it gives them a good chance to sort of see where they are against a you know, good team, strong team in South Sydney as well. So um, like I said, new players coming in. Shane Flanagan will want to get his campaign off for a good, solid start. He wouldn't be looking at the results, I don't think, 
too much, but obviously it comes back to what they spoke about in pre-season, all their efforts, all the little things that they can do really well um, to set up for the start of a good year. And now let's hope for the Dragons fans' sake they can start off on a positive note. And another one that's of interest, I reckon, Macca, um, that, that's going to be an interesting one to see how it plays out for a number of reasons is the final game of the preseason of this weekend, which will be at the Sunshine Coast, Dolphins v Titans. So the Dolphins wheeling out some big names. The Titans, of course, with a completely new look and new feel under Des Hasler. When you look at this matchup and you look at the season ahead for both Dolphins and Titans up there in your backyard, essentially, what do you see? What are you crystal balling for 2024 for both of those teams? Well, you know, your expectation first, obviously, Desi comes from a winning culture at Manly where he was so successful for such a long time. So a lot of people are thinking he'd be able to bring that straight across to the, the Titans and put his, um, you know, touches on what they need to do to fix up their, you know, probably a little bit inconsistent considering how many good, strong players they are. I think that the Titans fans will be looking for those guys to, you know, to win majority of their games or if not be close enough where they can be really proud of their performance. I think their their best and worst is probably a fair bit apart for you know, and that's just probably not where they need to be at the moment in terms of consistency. But you know, having Des there, Kieran Foran's playing some good football. I think a couple of those younger guys like your Dave Feeders and Tino's, even though they're great players, uh they're their first their first graders through and through now and they've been there for a while now. So they need to bring the rest of those guys up with them and being able to perform I guess consistently throughout the you know the twenty odd rounds that they play for. So, and then you got the flip side with the Dolphins too. I think um, surprised everyone a fair bit about how well they actually did play last year and how many games they won. And look, they'll be looking to the pressure will be on a little bit more in expectation due to obviously the players that they bought there and, and Wayne still being the head coach. So, you know, Flegler, Herbie are great pickups for those guys, and I think Abarillo's a great handy pickup for those guys, even though. It's probably been overshadowed a little bit because of Herbie and, and Fleggy. But, you know, I think they've got some good depth there and some players that will um, want to go out in a good note. And, you know, obviously, Jesse Bromwich is last year as well. He's been an absolute warrior for so long. So, yeah, expectations will be a little bit higher for those two clubs and it's going to be interesting to see who responds. Yeah, all right, mate. So what's this now? Second year that you haven't had to do a preseason. So you're going to be busy. We know that much. but <laughs> And we're looking forward to it. But... I just want to know how you're traveling. How's the family? How's everything looking? How's the body? Going good, mate. Hey? Yeah, body's good. Still trained, but I'm not training like I used to. And obviously, the way the heat is at the moment, I'm pretty glad I'm not doing it then. So, been around the training before and seen the boys flogging out in the heat. You do miss parts of it, but um, I'm happy with other things going on in my life. Obviously, the radio stuff's going great, meeting some new guys along the way there. So, it's, yeah, it's come along nicely with a good balance away from football and still involved, which is obviously um, you know, very lucky to have. Good on you, mate. Thanks for your time this morning. Look forward to chatting throughout the season. Anytime, mate. Thanks, mate. Andrew McCulloch joining us there. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Let us know your thoughts. So we're covering all issues this morning. What's happening at the Broncos, of course. Any penalties there? Um, the Charity Shield match itself and its place. The preseason itself. The smaller dimensions of Vegas. It's all on the board this morning. What are you loving? What are you loathing of footy ahead of us in 2024?